Welcome to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Every week we chat with new artists and have a casual hangout with them. We live stream new episodes every week on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Check out jackknifestiletto.com for more schedule info. During our live streams, you can join in on the conversation while we have a live Q&A with us and our guests. Our Music Monday Hangouts feature those episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you stream your podcasts. Grab a coffee and enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by Band Pins. Custom pins made to order for bands, businesses, schools, charities, and more. Check out bandpins.net for more info. Happy Music Monday. We're here with Cindy Goldberg from the Beekeepers uh, Women with Rhythm uh, organization documentary. There's a lot going on there. How are you doing? You're tuning in from Canada, right? I am. I'm in Ottawa, Canada. Nice to see you. Cool. Mm. Nice to see you too. How's it going over there? Oh, it's good. It's good. We're warming up finally. It's starting to get really nice and green outside. So hopefully soon we'll all be getting out there with live nice. music. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. You guys looking to set up some outdoor shows? Yes, we hope so. I mean, with COVID and everything, things are a little slow here. But, mm -hmm. you know, beauty is you can get outside and keep your distance. And, and summer times in Canada are great. They're beautiful up here with lots of music festivals, usually starting in May right through October. Mm -hmm. Lots nice. going on. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So um, tell us about yourself. You are involved with some, some jazz music. You're doing a, um, you have the Women with Rhythm Beatkeepers. We want to hear about that. Just kind of give us a, a little overall synopsis. Of yourself. <laughs> sure, Mel. Okay. In a nutshell. Right <laughs> 30 seconds or less. No. Okay. So I'm Cindy and I'm from, as you know, Canada. So um, longtime musician, clarinet, piano, some vocals, um, and took to drumming about almost six years ago. So initially on a lark, but then I fell in love with it really quickly and started studying drumming and soon learned that there were very few female drummers, at least in my community. Um, I was used to at least 50 to 70% female musicians in the bands I was in. So this was new. I said, I'm going to find out why. Why are there so few women and what's it like being a female drummer? Is it any different? So I created a first documentary called Keeping the Beat in 2017 and featured local female drummers hearing their stories about why they got into drumming, what they love about it, and any challenges. And then people said, you know, Cindy, you should create a full-length feature documentary on female drummers. So in 2018 and 2019, I directed and produced a full-length documentary on drummers from around North America. And I also included some famous male drummers, such as uh, Todd Zuckerman, Jason Gianni, Walfredo Reyes Jr., and it was great. I got to go to Nashville to premiere the movie, also Los Angeles and a few other cities. And since then, what I've done is I've launched a YouTube channel and a Facebook page, and I create ongoing profiles of female musicians from around the world. They could be percussionists or drummers or any other type of uh, musical person. So that's been great. And I mean, the lockdown, I know is very difficult in many ways, but that gave me more of an opportunity to really focus on profiling and showcasing musicians. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've been uh, I've been peeking at some of those YouTube videos and um, where can where can everyone find the uh, the actual full length documentary? Uh, there's actually a, a high octane version of it, a 12 minute version. The full length was, was on Vimeo and Amazon if you have Amazon uh, a subscription. All right. Cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So for, for everyone watching, welcome and uh, thank you for joining us in the chat. Make sure you check out the uh, the YouTube channel and 
Andy's putting the link below right there. Um, Is that also the YouTube channel name there? Yes, it's the okay. same. So I, I will always post videos in both locations. Awesome. So everyone check out the YouTube and uh, Facebook page. That's awesome. Super cool. How are the uh, premieres? And you actually got it in right in time, right before everything kind of yes. shut down. So um, how were those premieres? Oh, that was great. So many of the female drummers who were in the movie came out to the one in Nashville. That was a big one. Women, the Nashville Women in Music Society hosted us. So that was terrific. And Dan Schinder from, um, you know, Drum Talk TV came to host. And it was, yeah, it was a great night with some food and laughter and Q&A sessions. And a couple months later, we were hosted again uh, in Los Angeles by uh, Michael Barismanto and his studios out there. And then later on, some uh, another women's drumming group in Philadelphia hosted us a few months later. So we've had a That's few awesome. around there. I was gonna continue on the circuit, but then <laughs> everything happened unfortunately last year and right. I had to slow things down in that sense. So are you hoping to, uh, to continue that circuit once, uh, once things open back up? I think that it's pretty well known now, like the movie has circulated a lot online. So mm -hmm. I decided, you know what, it, it, it's kind of started something and I, I want to get involved with women from more areas of the world. So I've uh, Cuba, Europe, Asia, um, Singapore. I've been featuring women from far and wide. So I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think that's it's wonderful. And uh, it, it, also, it sort of ties in with what Drummer Girls United does. Tammy mm -hmm. and I work together on some of these initiatives. Awesome. Mm -hmm. nice. And um, you've also been been studying with a lot of people. I know I did one of your um, your master classes that you that you were helping out with, um, and you're also you had studied at the um, the Drummers Collective. Is that correct? Yes, I studied there uh, just over a year ago. I did the three week intensive program, mm -hmm. which is phenomenal. I mean, there's a huge amount of information. They're trying to cram in a year's worth of study into a few weeks, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Uh, and I went down and, and that's when I met who you got to see in the clinic, my husband, mm -hmm. Rafael de los Reyes. So, and he's a phenomenal drummer and uh, we connected instantly and he uh, fell in love. <laughs> yeah. And he got up here just in time, just as the pandemic was hitting the United States worse than Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, he had to cut a tour short, unfortunately, but he came up here last March and yeah, we've been doing lots of music and studies together since then. Well, he's actually started working. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he works where I work now at the School of Rock. Oh, cool. So he's a drum teacher there. So we get to go in and well, for now we're working from home, but yeah, it's right. nice to share that. So are you, that's interesting with the School of Rock, are you finding a lot more um, female drummers in the younger generation coming up? Or are you finding it still uh, rare? No, there, there definitely are more and several of them were featured in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. Several of the young ladies there, but I'd say anywhere from 20 to 40% of the drummers have been female coming through the School of Rock. So that's great to see. Yeah. I think it is different. Like, but, and I should qualify that my mom was a drummer. So back Yay. in the eighties, my mom in her fifties took up drumming and became a quite a, you know, accomplished jazz drummer. Mm -hmm. But there were no other female drummers that I knew of in Ottawa in my city at that time. So it's pretty cool to have her as a role model. Yeah, that's awesome. I've actually, I've noticed that, like, I always thought it was so rare to be a female drummer. And same thing, like, growing up, I, I mean, I took drums in school, and I was the only female or one of the only two or, you know, in band classes or orchestra classes. Um, and then college, same thing. But then all of a sudden, with the internet and YouTube and everything, all of a sudden, I'm finding videos of all these well, you know, like here's grandma playing the drums and it's like, she's been playing for 80 years. I'm like, where have you been? You know, but now all of a sudden because of YouTube, we're seeing more things and seeing people from around the world, you know, not just in your own community or even your own state Definitely. or country. So it's, it's really cool to see that open up, open up a bit more. Yes. Um, and hit like a girl, I think really helps that too. Yeah. Showcasing all these women and all levels. And I mean, as young as what, five or six years old, they're competing in that contest. So it's, yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. They're starting right off. Yeah, yeah. So, what's been the general uh, attitude, I guess you could say, towards towards the documentary, and you know, what's the feedback you've been getting? How's that been going? It's been positive, honestly. It really was, um, and I mean, I think because larger the audience, 
are drummers, musicians, female drummers. So, you know, for the lay person, um, when I brought it to show to, let's say, friends and family who weren't involved in music, saw for the first time, they said, I didn't really know. I, I, I kind of didn't occur to me that women might be perceived differently or undergo some of the challenges that were described in the film. So they said it was a bit of an eye opener. And they, you know, they kind of like, oh. But there was other musicians who saw it that were, let's say, singers or guitar players and said, I've, I've gone through the same thing. You know, female musicians, especially, you know, in the rock world, not mm -hmm. always taken as seriously. They're, when they get to the gig, they're thought of as the girlfriend. You know, <laughs> you got a <laughs> ticket to get in or, you know, yeah. what do you do? Why are you carrying that gear? Get some, your boyfriend to do it. You get yeah. that all the time. <laughs> Almost, almost every show. Yeah. Where are your boys Still? carry this? We've actually had trouble getting into our own shows because the bouncer thought that we were just trying to get in for free, that we weren't in the band. We were with the band. Yes. Girlfriend's like, got to pay. Yeah. We're like, well, if you don't want the band here, you'll have no show tonight. That's fine. Oh, that's just so <laughs> Yeah, My we're getting. My favorite one was when they thought we were dancers. <laughs> not musicians. I haven't heard that one yet, but I know. And it's like a, one lady was saying that she would go to her gigs and all the band would get drink tickets too. And she'd go to the bar and they're like, no, no, the, you know, the groupie or the girlfriend doesn't get, she goes, well, I'm drummer. So yeah. can I please have my tickets? We had that same exact thing where mm -hmm. like, they literally would not give us drink tickets. So we're like, all right, cool. And then we were up next and then went on stage. We're like, hey. Remember us? We were we weren't allowed drink tickets. You know? Really? Oh my goodness! And then after they were like, "Sorry," <laughs> <laughs> they get it, or they hear you play, they're like, "Ah, yeah." Or, like, or they yeah get the comments. Some a lot of the women said, "You hit, you play well for a girl." Mm -hmm. You know, you're as good as a guy, sort of thing, rather than you're just a good musician. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. I kind of want to play just like with paper bags over us or like in astronaut suits or something. Something where no one can see, you know, who or what we are until yes. after we play. And then we get off stage and just like take it well, off. Well, that would be safe for now. We could just play in hazmat suits. Well, that's true too. Yeah. We'll be safe as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, because with your eyes closed, like Jared had said that from Dromeo, he was in the movie. He said, you're not going to know the difference. That's mm -hmm. the thing. That's the mentality we should all have. And he's great because he's been trying to get more female drum instructors into Dromeo. He really makes an effort. Nam, right? We yes, we did. Nam. Yeah. Yep. At NAM, yeah. He the, always last, comes. the last NAM. <laughs> the NAM of 2020. Oh, no, I miss that. That was great last year. So I was at NAM and I was, yeah, I got to interview a lot of, yeah, drum producers, people in the, Drum world, yeah, drum professionals mm -hmm. is awesome. I miss it. Mm -hmm. So have you noticed a big difference in gigging between, you know, um, the perception that you get when you're playing another instrument compared to when you're playing drums? Oh, yeah, well, uh, mostly people like are like, oh, that's cool when you're playing a female drummer. But I mean, you know, and, I, and I, I'm not a big touring musician, so I haven't had really big gigs, but local gigs, I've, I've, had, I've had comments like, oh no, there's a chick on stage, now we're in trouble, or they're kind of guffawing, but yeah, it's, it's not stuff you want to hear. I've had guys come on stage and, and actually try to adjust my drums for me, thinking that I may have had the hi-hat too high or my snare wasn't right, you know, and I said, well, even in the middle of a song that happened one time, a guy comes up, I'm like, oh, I don't think you do that for a guy drummer. I think I would have. I think I would have just thrown the drumsticks right at them. All the extras too. I just would have been grabbing and touching. You're like, no, 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 Don't touch my drum set. Don't touch my drum set. No. They think they're helping, but it's a little bit. Yeah. I've only had that. I feel like when a a long time ago when you said just remind me. I think someone did go up to my amp once ago and like change my settings, and I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, or see, you in your kit. Yeah. An instrument like, is like a body. No, you it's do a not baby. touch no without touch. permission. <laughs> yes, so that's a good way of putting it. Exactly. It's a baby too. Don't touch my baby. Don't touch no. my baby. <laughs> <laughs> or when people just put drinks on your amp, and I'm like, no. Really? Oh, that's too much. Has it changed for you guys at all, though? Like over, I don't know how long you've been together and touring, but do you see any attitudes? I mean, the shifting? dancer thing was like two years ago. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I mean that. You know, I mean, I think more like I feel like when we first started, there were certain places that will go to that 
people were like literally never saw a band of all girls they were literally shocked and once in a while that still happens but obviously i think by now they've at least seen you know it's a little more mainstream but it's still like after they're just like so surprised that really yeah you can play instruments so well you know they were like wow we were excited to see you guys but you were really good like you were <laughs> actually really good and that still happens you know the bar is higher. The bar, that's another thing the female drummers say. We have to prove ourselves. Are we equal to men when we get up on stage? Yeah. And then it's too bad. They kind of can't just feel to get up there and just play for the joy of playing, right? Mm -hmm. I think um, I think it has changed for us, but not in the sense of times having changed that much, but the um, like the location. You know, because as we play bigger venues or we start touring, you know, to different states. I think the perceptions are different where we are and what kind of venue we're in. In other words, you know, if you're playing at a biker bar, they've seen certain things compared to if you're playing at a, a music hall and what they're used to seeing. So mm -hmm. like maybe playing at a bigger music venue, they've seen more female musicians come in compared to the local townie bar where you play at a cover gig or something like that. Yeah, I think that's true too. And I mean, yeah. and. I mean, I've played a lot of places where you get comments on your parents and, and they're a small little kind of intimate dive bar, some of them, and they come right. up on stage and talk to you. And people said, well, Cindy, if that's happening, then stop playing at those places. <laughs> well, that's kind of my level. I'm not, you know, I'm not a 30 year touring musician. So it's not up to me to change. It's up to those guys to change, yeah. right? Yeah. And why, why should you stop playing? <laughs> You know, why not go back there and keep going to those places and open their minds and say, yeah. have them all go, oh, well, you know, girls can exactly. play music too. Yeah, um, you can normalize it. Yeah. The interesting thing I have noticed is that um, when I've worked and played in other countries, in Europe and the UK, it was very different. Very, very different. Um, Annie, I'm not sure if uh, we've actually never talked about this. I don't know if you found the same thing when you were in Spain and, and France, but I would walk into a venue and immediately, if I was the first one through the door, they assumed I was in charge. Mm -hmm. So whoever I went up to and said, hello, how are you? You know, I'm Mel, nice to meet you. It was immediately them asking me questions, you know, where do you, how many meters apart do you want the light bars or where do you want this or where do you want that? And I was like, oh, you have to ask so-and-so or you have to ask this person. And they go, oh, I, I assumed you were in charge. Whereas over here, you walk through and they go, yeah, yeah, move out of the way. Where's the band? Ah, okay. Well, that's good, at least, right? We take a lesson from some of those countries yes. and the attitudes there. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. So, Annie, did you notice anything different between the country? You've been to South America, you've been to, to different countries in Europe. Did you notice it being any different comparatively? Um, I don't, it's usually, you know. Same thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's the same thing, you know, I think in, even in working, you still have to prove yourself, you know, when you're working in the industry. So I think that hap it can happen anywhere still, but maybe it's a little more accepting and or whatever in, in Europe, but I don't know. But I think it happens. I still think it happens everywhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's probably less it. now than the past, like, you know, few years, things like that, but you know, there's still work to be done. Absolutely, and I'm hoping, yeah, because that's why I put beekeepers out there and that's why I'm continuing. With, so I didn't just want a few select people to see the movie or come to the premiere. Let's keep those videos out there. And when I create a video, I post it on every single drummer's YouTube or Facebook page I can find. So yeah, all these women are being showcased. Awesome. Are there any uh, specific, uh, you know, channels, things like that that you, like, you know, is there a certain place you go to look for musicians and things like female musicians? Like where, where do you start looking when you're trying to find, you said you're looking for females in Europe and Singapore, like where do you go to look? Um, I have a, 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 well, actually I went to Drummer Girls United and, and you know, I friended a lot of them and through them, mm -hmm. all the videos start to come up on your page. So yeah. a lot of the times it's just random and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Like a woman doing mm -hmm. the congas in Cuba I came across and like, yeah, so I I started out deliberately kind of contacting some of the women in my movie and asking who they recommend, but mm -hmm. yeah, you sure come across a lot of videos pretty quickly. And yeah. then I got the idea, I'd like to have a variety of different types of percussion, congos and, and cajon and bongos and all that. So I, you know, I've got marimba, I did one mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, 
Yes. Yeah, I think like you could be making a video every couple of days. I could create a little short. <laughs> right. Really nice. Okay. Yeah. Searching like hashtags on Instagram, but then all of a sudden your feed is then just all female drummers anyway. So you're like, cool, it's working for I me. Know. I don't know. I, I got to quit my job and just do this full time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> for doing that for me. Exactly. <laughs> it's watching. It knows everything we're Googling. So yeah, is that the teaching virtually for is that all strictly that like have you guys been back to the school at all or has it been on and off how's it going up there right now it's remote um canada's been hit pretty hard i don't know if you're watching in the news but and i'm in ontario so mm -hmm. it's been hit harder than any other uh i think it's one of the worst places in north america right now if not in the world um so definitely we're going to be remote for a few more weeks it's easier, I think, to teach some instruments than others remotely. Like yeah. drums is a little more difficult because, yeah, the size and the audio and whatnot. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, instructors are great. They find ways of adapting. And they also teach the band programs, and they're able to do that with up to 10 or 12 participants. So yeah, it seems to be going really well. But I'm sure, that being said, folks are going to look forward to May or June getting back on site. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I've noticed while teaching drums with any other instrument, um, I can hear the audio pretty clearly. As soon as someone hits a drum and it's a little too loud, the audio just clips out yeah. and that's it. So I find myself just watching their sticking and watching their hands. And even if I can't hear it, I'm like, okay, I can see what you're doing. And yes. <laughs> so half the time we're just on practice pads or putting pads on the drums so that the sound will still go through. Penny was talking to us, she gave us, um, I don't know if you came on that chat, you may have missed it, Mel, where she had one of the talks with Tammy and she's talking about rock something and it's an alternate alternative to zoom oh, okay. where it'll deal with a lot of those audio issues it was created especially for music instructors especially oh. drum teachers and what's so that called it's rock my world or rock something if you ask penny larson she can tell okay. you all that. right awesome so that's that's an alternative apparently and, but yeah and she says it's still not perfect mm -hmm. <laughs> i took i've been taking cajon lessons actually for a few months with a lady in uh in chile and that's okay because it's just the one, mm -hmm. but a whole kit would be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's been fun. That's one thing. I know that, it's yeah. like even though this was kind of all available to us beforehand, it's like would you have, you know, taken a virtual lesson from someone in Chile? Have we not been sitting at home? You know, there's like you know certain things that you're like, you know what, I probably wouldn't have done this if or like sought this out or. No, I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have. You know? Yeah, and, and I've been making a lot of virtual remote videos, music videos, on clarinet, drums, and percussion, so with different people. And the one I have going now, and the lead singer is going to be in Mexico. So, yeah, those kind of things I probably wouldn't have been doing either. I have been out and about in the city playing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you guys? Have you been doing any remote projects? Yeah, we've been dealing with this type of thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tangled wires. Oh, God. My hair tangled in, in too many wires. <laughs> everything's been uh you know dealing with new technologies and uh adapters and <laughs> interfaces and stuff like that so that's been you know we did some at home music videos with us like through zoom but with other cameras on us and stuff so that's been a you know a different <laughs> creative process which you know we wouldn't have done I think yeah, Annie has bought game. every type of adapter from Amazon really? in the last few months. Did yeah. you try Jam Kazam at all? That's another. I, we, I tried that with one of my bands, and uh, yeah, because you you can you plug that in with an audio interface and the app, and you can jam and live with anybody around the world. And as long no as you're, in, I think I downloaded it, and then it wasn't. It's it wasn't just audio, one? right? No, it's video oh, if it's you want it as too? well. I, I found a bit of lag. One. Yeah, that's the big one. I think now mm -hmm. Jam Kazam guitar player. My band uses it every day, he says, and it's great for him. But for me, there was a bit of lag, even though I use interface and mic the drums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but I tried some other program with another couple of drummers and we were trying to run some songs together and it, we couldn't even figure it out. It was it was like, forget uh, it. Just go on FaceTime or Zoom. We'll <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send each other the files. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you send me a video of you playing, I'll send you me, we'll critique each other and see if we play it right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So have you uh, have you come up with any other hobbies while you've been stuck at home? Have you started baking any bread or, you know, painting or doing whatever other random gardening? Painting. Yeah, yeah. Painting again. And I got Raphael into painting. So we were doing a lot of paint nights. Nice. So, yeah, I paint acrylics for fun. The one behind cool. me, for example. That's I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do that. Um, yeah. I teach from home too languages so that's been Ooh. fun and yeah you know what languages uh actually just english i'm learning spanish because i teach spanish-speaking adults and i teach okay. children in china so yeah cool so yeah i don't mind being at home right now because uh you know when the weather's warm you want to get outside but in the meantime you can work on music work on your mm -hmm. hobbies mm -hmm. nice. nice that's cool oh and the other thing we have we have i must have we got we have we have adopted pet rats I'm a rat oh. rescue, so this is our first time having pet rats. I always wanted to do that. <laughs> I know you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> no, I've actually, I, I know some people about 20 in our lawn if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> right down, yeah, rescue those guys too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot different when like you have them as pets and they're sitting in a cage or, you know, you're playing with them compared to when you see it on the subway. This, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are these are definitely timid little guys. Dogs by oh, Not dirty rats. New York City subway rats so, that yeah. are gonna like bite your face off. Yeah. Exactly. Raphael's from New York City, so he's like, we're getting what? <laughs> yeah, rats. Yeah, they're cute. <laughs> have you guys ever seen kangaroo rats? They have really oh. long tails and they have feet like kangaroos, and they hop. Really? Are they rats or are they yeah. okay? Kangaroo rats. They look probably to take our little guys out yeah <laughs> so we have two babies we adopted this week because the other one solo rat and rat passed away last week sadly so his brother was alone we got these two little guys it's a lot of work but they're fun you got to keep an eye on them right because you don't want them to kill each other just now as they establish their territories <laughs> sounds like a vicious uh yeah. no <laughs> or just with each other yeah like yeah just I each just other they establish dominance yeah that's the greatest thing, though. I mean, anyone who asks you, so what do you do during quarantine? I played with rats. <laughs> Keep them amused. And they don't take them mind. I don't think dogs would love all of them. And my clarinet playing, too. I remember my last dog, when I was playing. <laughs> my dog just rolls his eyes at me every time my guitar is playing. He oh, just, really? like, looks at me like, again. <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? He's a, a French tin, a Frenchy uh, Boston mix. Oh, okay. Named Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, cute. Yeah. He I doesn't like it. when you play drums, though. He growls at you. Oh, no. Does. He barks at me when I play the electric hit. Even if he, like, you he can't hear it because I have headphones on, but he hates the, like, tapping. and. Is it like that? No, really? he just like, sits and barks at me. Oh. <laughs> For like two minutes, and then he's like, all right, I'm over this. She's not going to stop. <laughs> then he goes, sleeps. <laughs> he's pretty he's, lazy that's funny mm -hmm. he, he definitely is the laziest dog i've ever seen i'll go he's sleeping i'll go disturb him of course he is <laughs> <laughs> so are you still playing clarinet or have you uh yeah yeah and, and i just i recorded a video today um stranger on the shore because a gentleman in south africa a great musician reached out to me and we're going to collaborate oh look at awesome. him hi bruce Oh my gosh, hey, look at the yeah. ears, so sweet. Hey. What Bruce Wayne? <laughs> yeah, his, <laughs> he's his, adorable. Eyes, his eyes don't look straight and he's uh, pretty funny. How old is he? I think he's four now. They're old. Oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> mm -hmm. He looks like he'd be a good guard dog too, even if he's a... He's not at all. No? <laughs> but people would probably think he is, right? <laughs> I get. I don't know. He's pretty uh, silly looking because he's got goofy eyeballs and stuff. So Aww. he's not very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually doesn't bark a lot, like, really, like, ever. So Yeah. He looks calm. He's just like, oh, who are these <laughs> friends? So I'm like, if there's ever an intruder, he's just going to be like, oh, hi, you want to play? Like <laughs> <laughs> him, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen him bark at a person. I've only seen him bark at leaves. Yeah, yeah. the leaves. He's yeah. afraid okay. of leaves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not yeah. a guard dog material. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He That's tried funny. to like catch a bird the other day, and he just like leaped out of nowhere, and just bird was gone. I'm like, you're you're not good at this, guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, my parents have a Jack Russell, which I used to, they adopted her kind of from me and I'd love to bring her over, but I guess they were bred to kill what? Rats. Yeah, so yeah. I think she get along with these little guys, yeah. No. <laughs> and they, they could be very wild. I've Like one of my aunts had one, it would just jump all the time. Like it was like very active. <laughs> Well, she's older, but yeah, when she was young, she was like that. She's 12 now, so she's probably even a little more crusty, you know. <laughs> I love those videos when you just see the dogs just jumping up and down at the front door. Yes. Nonstop. <laughs> she was so fast, you would throw a ball and she would be ahead of the ball. She, she would get there before the ball would. <laughs> Bruce doesn't like to give the ball back. No. <laughs> oh no, there's not a play fetch. Okay. He goes, he gets it, he sits it. down with it. <laughs> he doesn't come back with it at all. Well, she does that too. So my mom has this thing. She has two balls. Try that, Annie. Oh. So okay. throw another one. Then he's like, what? <laughs> he drops the one to get the other. I will have to try that one. <laughs> my favorite is the sharp ball that he has now. Oh, yeah. Sharp it's, ball. What's yeah, that? It's really it's too big for him to bite the ball. So he can only hold it by like the fins that it has. So he just like waddles it around <laughs> but it's like as big as his head but he's trying to like eat the little nubs off so he already ate one fin off i'm like if you keep eating these off then now this ball's gonna be you know useless because you can't get it in your mouth <laughs> that's funny. he's very smart very smart yes he <laughs> he's very does right? he mind when you go away any on when you're touring does he miss you uh, he does. So when I, since I've been home, he like follows me everywhere. Aww. Especially like the first like few months, really, that I was home. Like literally, like couch to the stove. He's just like, "Well, where are you going now? What are you doing now? Like, what's happening?" No <laughs> cute. <laughs> where are you going now? What's going? But now it's like I'll leave for like an hour. I'll come back. He's still like sitting on the couch. It's like, oh, you're home. I <laughs> now he don't even get up when I come home now. <laughs> oh. He's, He's like, going to oh, freak back. out when you go on tour again. I know. Do you have that planned? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Waiting to see. Have you come to Canada? Um, um, Mel's we have separately. Now. Yeah, oh, my, yeah, I have a lot of I'm not personally, but uh, <laughs> I have a lot of family in Toronto, actually. Um, Ontario. Um, all over. I've only toured Canada in the winter. Why? <laughs> <laughs> with with work. So okay. I think I did like a three-week tour across. Can I've been in Canada a bunch of times touring, but one time we did, uh, you know, winter winter Canadian tours. Is a That'd thing, be tough. Apparently. Oh so, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Canada. Well, parts It's of hard Canada, to get right? into Canada, but once you're there, it's awesome. You know. You mean so, the border? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> West Coast of Canada too, right? What? You've been to the west side of Canada too, right? Yeah, I think I pretty I've been pretty much all the major cities. So I've only done east. I've been to um, Montreal and St. Catherine, and I, I did uh, a couple years ago. I did a little vacation to like the northeast part, the um, uh, was it Edward Island, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia too, maybe. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, I lived out in Halifax for four years. It's amazing out there. Beautiful. The music scene is great too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, everybody's really into music. Yeah. Oh, you know who? Oh, where are they? Oh, in Toronto, the Mandevilles. Do you know them? No. Okay. They're in. Uh, I think they're in Toronto. But they're a really great band. Female singer. Oh yeah. Check I'll them out. That. Yeah. I'd love to check them out. Yeah. I'm not far from Toronto. Yeah, about four hours by car. Mm -hmm. Nice. I do really like Vancouver. Yes, and it's mild too. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive. I did go to like the, like, the only state I haven't been to in the U.S. is Alaska. And one time we were on tour in Canada. It was in the winter too. It was like the most like northern city of Canada. And then it was like maybe a 300 mile drive to be in Alaska. And I was like, should I do it? Like, <laughs> really? I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't get a chance to do it. But I was like, "We're really this close to Alaska." <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. You must have been yeah. northern BC then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
It was okay. something, maybe, I am, I'm definitely, this is wrong, but I want to say it was like St. Prince something or whatever. Prince Rupert maybe. And, and like, you were okay on the roads up there in the wintertime? Wow. Some of the driving was a little, right? We were in a tour bus, so I didn't really have to do, I didn't do any driving. But there was a few times where there were some snowstorms that delayed <laughs> some yeah, driving things. Yeah. Like, it was, you know. Yeah, I know. I never get used to the winter driving here. People are like, oh, you must like winter. No, I don't like winter. I just don't. I don't do snow. I don't like ski or skate, you know, and snowmobiles. So I really See, hibernate. <laughs> I love snowboarding. I love ice skating. But it would be nice if it just didn't stick to the roads. If it was just on the mountains yes. and just on the grass yeah. and the trees, Stay it there. looks pretty while it's falling. And then just don't stick to the roads. That would be pretty. Yeah, because that's the slipperiness. Yeah. <laughs> or my staircase or the driveway or my car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty at Christmas time. Yeah, in December it is nice. Everything yeah. white and covered. Yeah. <laughs> January could go away. Or <laughs> February and March now. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a couple months pretty all right going. But we had snow last week like crazy on the week. Well, three days ago we had 10 centimeters. I don't know, you guys, it'll be like four inches of snow. Mm -hmm. That is that, even for Ottawa, Canada, it was a little unusual. <laughs> time this late, yeah. Yeah, it snowed in uh, like Indiana last week, and then it got like cold, really cold here, like the other day. And I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna get it." <laughs> Weird so weather. A nice uh, snowfall in April for everyone to be like, "No, yeah. no, I just changed my tires." <laughs> I actually, I remember seeing a video a while ago that they had two trucks going together. One was a plow with a giant spout shooting out the snow into a truck next to it that was like a giant just dump truck. And it was just piling the snow into the other truck. I've seen that. I've seen that when the snow gets so bad. Yeah. You know where who gets it really bad? Newfoundland. Like they get under snow. You can't even get into their houses and the cars are covered and they need stuff like that. Yeah. They're just, sure they're like building tunnels into place. Oh, yes. this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Newfoundland's beautiful, but wow, their winters are brutal. <laughs> Now I kind of want to go there in the winter just to that see it. That doesn't sound appealing to me, like, at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit? No. Do you ever see Ice Road Truckers, that show? No. No? Oh, Is that what they it, do for, like, going around? Like, 18-wheelers driving over ice. Literally ice, like, frozen ponds. And they can only do it at certain times of the year because as soon as that thing defrosts, the truck will fall in or and they'll die. So, like, it's the most dangerous trip to make. And there's a whole really? TV show of it. Really? I yep. gotta check that out. Makes sense. Gosh, I hope yeah. they get hazard pay. Going up to just, Alaska. Just they so much money. That's why they, it's the only reason they do it. Oh, <laughs> it's good money? Okay. And they'll show, you know, on the TV show, they'll show like overturned trucks that like went off a cliff and they're like, it's crazy. Wow. I didn't even know about that profession until now. So, but being a, dr a truck driver here is rough, like on the highway, mm -hmm. especially with one overturns. Wow. Yeah. Because the ice yeah. and how many other cars it impacts. Yeah. Get your truck driver. We could get our truck driver licenses during this. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> well, where were we? Drive. Where were we on tour? We were just driving around the minivan, but it was like all the way up on high cliffs. I think it was in Colorado, maybe Utah. And I mean, the speed limits were like eighty or ninety, which over in miles per hour, <laughs> miles, not, yeah. not kilometers. Yeah, miles per hour. Um, which by us they're like fifty-five, sixty-five, depending mm -hmm. on where you are. And it all said stay in the right lane, except for passing and. So right lane, there's no guardrail. You're going around these tiny, like, mountain roads, and you look to the right of you, and it's just a steep, like, you're done. If you fall off that thing, goodbye. Done. Yikes. And I was oh. like, nope, I'm staying to the left. I don't care where they can <laughs> oh, give me a ticket. I'm staying on the left, <laughs> hugging the mountain. I'm not going near that cliff. There were no guardrails. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, the truckers who are used to, you know, driving those things every day, they're just zooming past you, and I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, I, I and you can't just go and oh, <laughs> beep. <laughs> you know what's really cool? Speaking of travel, though, I found that another thing I found was virtualtrips.io. So you can go anywhere in the world, and the people are wearing gimbal cameras, and they're taking you on a tour of their city live. So people are really like you get like, oh, I've gone to South Cape Town and Scotland and Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's oh, really nice. cool. City's great. No, it was. There was all these cool sculptures, but and there's and there's a lot of music too. Like, watch me perform live in the streets of London, and yeah, and you just pay by tip if you want, optional. Oh, cool. Maybe we should do that when we go on tour next. 
Yeah, he has a tour of our minivan. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have two guys. I want to go to Cape Town. That's where all the great whites are. Yeah, and they did that. Then they went to the beaches down there. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. I want to Good idea, to though. And then, yeah. you know, you can travel the world from your living room. <laughs> Put on one of those, like, the virtual reality glasses while you're watching it, too. Oh, yeah. Well, now you can, do it in your, you can do that on your phone now where you just, like, get a device. You stick your phone in it, and it makes it a virtual reality you just got to get the good the glasses right or whatever you call them the goggles. i don't think that it's yeah it's just a yeah a goggle you put your phone in it and it just works it's really insane oh, i don't even think they're that it. they're not even that expensive anymore really yeah I'll try one yeah because i've done that once and it's really freaky and i was like walking on the ocean floor and you feel like you're gonna fall right it's really neat <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to like sit in like the backseat of the car and just like buckle myself in. Yeah, I, sure I didn't you... move because I just want to get up and start walking and then I just bump into things and fall. Yeah, you would need to be strapped in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like I'd that. get too excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need like a you're, you're gonna need like a bubble wrap around you just to make sure that like you know not into anything. And get somebody to videotape because it does look funny. The other yeah. people. <laughs> Yeah, when you see people that are just like do this all the time, like play video games and stuff, I'm like, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have these goggles on, and you're just like, what? I know, what are they fighting? But then you got to stand in front of someone right when they take them off, so then you're like, oh. <laughs> well, I thought they'd be more popular by now. And the other thing people are doing is that what's the uh, thing where you do the karaoke and you can do it live with somebody? That I downloaded that app. It's on There's my phone. A, is it the TikTok? No, you're actually singing with people. Smule, S-M-U-L-E. Oh, Smule. yes. Mm. Yes, heard of that. I tried that. It's kind of fun, actually. <laughs> I didn't know you could sing with other people, too. I thought that was just like a karaoke singing along to the song by yourself. No, you actually get invitations to collaborate. Oh. And then you can go right on. It's pretty neat. I've That's only done cool. it alone, though. I keep getting invites. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I look goofy enough as it is. <laughs> I've heard of one called acapella, which um, instead of karaoke, it's just, you know, you upload a video and someone else can upload and then you can make a whole collaboration and have a song together. Um, really? But I oh, don't think it's to attract. I guess you could do it to attract, but it's supposed to be original music. Ah, so they add their own spin to it or their own. Yeah. yeah. So you put it up and you can make it either open to collaboration or like, I guess you could lock it if you want it only to be you. Um, Very cool. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out, acapella. Yeah. Oh, we got some, some people oh, no, in the I chat. Was, I was that, saying hey to everyone in the chat. And if we have a Natalie in the chat. Hello, Natalie. She said virtual vacationing. Yes. Yeah. She's all like about it. that virtual. Yeah, virtual vacationing. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about that show. So, have you watched any uh, TV, any binge watching of any TV shows? You can oh yes. I have, and I'm actually, there's a lot of shows that Raphael never saw, so right now I'm in the process, for example, binge-watching, for me, a second time, for him the first, Downton Abbey. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, that's I a good one. I never saw that. I only no? saw a little bit of it, so I need to go back and rewatch the beginning and, and watch the whole thing again. Um, uh, if you like that one, have you seen uh, Mr. Selfridge? Yes, I love Mr. Selfridge. That's the, I was trying to remember it. I'm going to get him to watch that, too. Thank it's you for so reminding me good. that. And yeah. then when I went to England, I, I went to the Selfridges and I was like, I'm here, I'm in the TV yeah. show. <laughs> I, I actually, I think I like that as much or more than Downton because it just seemed like it's less hokey, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, that's a good, oh, no, I know I'm a TV person. I like movies and TV. Mm -hmm. So does so Raphael. So that's good. So yeah. And um, I don't know, other big shows, anything like there's some you're waiting for to come out the, the next season. Uh, the Fosters we watched because he hadn't seen that. I don't know if you know that because his sister-in-law, cousin-in-law is in that. Um, cool. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're looking for ideas though. We're kind of getting, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm very much into crime dramas and like any superhero, like Marvel, DC shows, all those. <laughs> okay. And um, what's the one with the woman? Um, she's she's kind of tough. There was the what? March. No, she's, got, she's dark. Captain Marvel? Is it Captain Marvel? Or the Mar Scarlet Witch. No. They, she's very strong. She's super strong. She's got dark hair. She's kind of... Is it got a, Yeah, it was a TV show about a superhero, but she's not... You know, and she knows the martial arts, and she, she lives in New York City. She's kind of downtrodden. 
Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Is that Marvel? No. Yes. Yes. That's my, yeah. I like that like one a Dare, lot. Daredevil series, I think. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Did you see I it? I know. I didn't see that one. I watched all like the CW shows like Arrow and Supergirl and. Okay. That, Try that Jessica woman. Jones because it's yeah. dark, but it's really good. It's well yeah, done. Yeah, I did start it. It is very, it is very dark, though, but. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I saw we saw Grimm, and then the other one is um, what's the one based about S Superman in New York City? Gotham. Oh, yeah, Gotham. Yeah, Gotham good. watched all of that. Yeah, it got weird a little bit at some yeah. point, but then, you know, they ended it pretty well. Is it over? Because I thought it's like it done. just ended kind of mid nothing. Okay. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, they, they ended that maybe like two years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. Now that I everything's on streaming services, I don't really know like when anything came out. Right. <laughs> Unless you go yeah. back and look. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah you're like, oh, I watched Prime. five seasons. Is this like over, over? And you're like, oh man, they're done with this show. And you're like, <laughs> or sometimes you'll find one that you're like, oh, they're gonna have another one. Great. <laughs> Ozark. That's the one. Like I thought they're supposed to come. We're waiting for that to come out. Ozark's good. Yeah. I yeah. didn't watch the last episode of the second season for some reason. I just stopped watching. Oh no! Okay. Well, so I, mean, I, I think I won't tell you what happened. I thought my parents, for example, had watched all of uh, *Downton Abbey*, so I gave something big away last night. My mom's oh, like, no. ah! <laughs> "Oops." <laughs> no, with that one, there's a movie and a TV show, right? There was one movie I haven't seen the movie yet, which is kind of nice, so, so we can at least both watch that together mm. for the first time. Cool. <laughs> There's also, uh, I've been seeing the commercials for The Nevers on HBO, but I have to get HBO so I can see it. Oh, the Nevers? I haven't heard of that. It's supposed to be some, like, mystical thing. I don't know. Yeah, I like some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the problem with witches, or what's the one that's the witch's name in it? Yeah. The Discovery of Witches. Ooh. That was pretty cool. First season, I really liked. Second season, I'm more iffy on. What's that one on? Mm, I don't know. Is that a Netflix it, thing? Yeah, I think it's Netflix. It's a Netflix or Prime. I don't know. It might be different kind of networks for you guys. Is it real or is it, is it a documentary or is it? No, it's show? it's it's okay. a TV show. It's good. Okay. You'll get into it. History of witches. A is discovery of witches. Discovery. I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got, got my show list going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a longer? big uh, Law and okay. Order SVU fan, so I've been oh. very excited that Elliot Stabler has come back into the into the mix and he has the new TV show organized crime. But uh, when you were talking about Gotham, so many of those actors came from SVU. Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, they were on SVU. Oh, they were on SVU. <laughs> yes. And the main guy, you know what? He went into my favorite cop show of all time, which is Southland. Okay, I haven't Ooh. checked that one out. Yeah. You got to see Southland. It, it ran for five seasons and um, like it got canceled and, and all the fans went nuts. So like, what? This is a great show. <laughs> I'm obsessed with NCIS. Oh yeah, okay. Like a lot of that. <laughs> Watch well, there's a lot of seasons of that, right? Oh, there's so many seasons, and then there's now I'm into the New Orleans one, and then when I'm done with that, I'm gonna go with the LA one. Is there That's any cool. same characters, or they're all different, right? Well, they kind of intertwine because what happens is they have one in DC, one in New Orleans, and one in LA. But every once in a while, they'll be working on a case, and they'll like video chat with each other, or oh, they'll fly to the other city and they cross over. Yeah, and they'll work together. I love with the TV team. show crossovers; it's like the best. <laughs> we got to do one in up in. I think they film some of those in Canada, don't they? They say they're in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper to film shows and movies. It used to be, anyways, up here for most of the American. CW shows. I think like Supernatural. I just finished. They they filmed in Canada. Probably Vancouver. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, they're all in the yeah Arrow. Yeah. Um, Supergirl, The Flash, I think they're all in Canada. Yeah, because I visited some studios when I had the premiere in LA and they were saying, there's not a lot going on here because everything's gone to Canada. <laughs> Good return for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what's your... What's your hope for when things open back up? What's like the first place you want to gig? Well, I'd like to rehearse with my band again because we were called Retros and we kind of just got going like t last year and mm -hmm. we didn't get a chance to gig at all yet. So I, I was going to do a big outdoor gig uh, on stage at a Legion up the road. I'm kind of in the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just invite 
friends and family up to that. That That's my first plan. Nice. It's a good solid plan. It's outside. You have space. Everyone can just spot your room for activities. (laughs) Be low key. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good plan. <laughs> nice. Oh, we have uh, Natalie says, Once Upon a Time, Seven Seasons on Disney. It's good. Ooh, okay. okay. Once, oh, I've seen Once Upon a Time. The first couple seasons, really good. Yeah. Right. Adding it to the list. And you like Disney, so that's that's Love good for Disney. your list. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Disney movie out about a jazz fellow. Uh, supposed to be really good, but it's. Oh, Soul? Cart- cartoon, right? Soul. Have you seen Soul. it? Oh, it was good. It was really good. I saw it twice already. But it's hard to rent up here. It's twenty bucks. It's like buy it for twenty. Why? Wow, really? <laughs> so yeah. Even if you have Disney Plus, or no, I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, so oh I, I saw it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. It's cheaper to just get that for, you know, for the month. You can watch everything and then just cancel it after. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> use different emails too every month to. Yeah, get, get a free time. trial and just keep. it. <laughs> yes, you know when to cancel those things. Yeah, like t- I've just. Got a trial two weeks for something, and I'm going to cancel to play music. You know, you play along the scrolling charts kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, got to cancel. I have to put on my calendar cancel all these. I do. Cancel. I have so many notes in my in my phone calendar that's like cancel this before tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cancel trial. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to do it. They yeah. Getcha. They getcha. Yeah. There was some movie. Uh, I think it was. Like Rayon or Ray or something with the dragon on Disney Plus, and I heard it was a total flop because even if you had Disney Plus, you still had to pay twenty twenty. It was either twenty or thirty dollars to watch it, so no one did, really? and it was a total bust. <laughs> I think they tried to do that with Mulan too. Yeah, when it first came out. Wow! Like They're the like, uh, oh, instead of the movie, just pay twenty bucks to see it. I'm here. I guess one thing if you're paying that much to have the experience to go to the movie theater and like you're going, you know, with some friends or on a date or something. But if you're just sitting on your couch, why are you going to pay $30 to watch this one movie when you could watch a million others already being paid for in your streaming service? I mean, when Black Widow comes out, if Disney's going to charge me 20 bucks to watch it, I'm going to pay it to watch it immediately. (laughs) Is that a movie? The Black Widow? Yeah. She's a Marvel Marvel, uh, superhero. Who's playing the Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's been playing. Yeah. Okay. She's cool. Yeah. It's a, uh, I think it's a, it's a prequel. So it's like about how she uh, started. I like those. Oh, that'll look, yeah. What about Wonder Woman? Yeah. Oh, did you see 1984? I didn't like it so much. Did you? I, the second time I watched it, I liked it a little better. Mm. But I hate that, like, I couldn't see it in a theater because clearly it was supposed to be like. Yes, you know, I, think I think that did ruin the experience not seeing like a big movie like that in the theater. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree. That's, I think, was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. I mean, it was good. And she's really, she's a good character. It was interesting. Yeah. But I, I just like when the first one, they're on the island. I like that whole history of how she oh, yeah. came to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can watch the movie in the virtual reality glasses, yeah. and then you'll feel like you're really like better there. than the movie theater. You'll be there. Yes, exactly. You'll be yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Wright's cool. She's in that briefly, though. <laughs> See, I, I need mean, to start with all those superhero movies, but I don't even know where to start. There's so many, and there's well, so many more, different. Like, well, on Disney Plus, they have them mm-hmm. in order of when how you should watch them now. Oh. But aren't there different orders? Isn't there like the chronological there order is, and I then can, there's like the least order? I think you should watch, there is a um, time chronological, like how each movie, like based in their times, mm-hmm. how, and that's how I rewatched it in the beginning of quarantine. I remember you doing that, yeah. So I'll send you that link <laughs> okay. of how to watch it. I think it's like you have to watch Captain America first because yeah. it's based Which is in good. Um, World War II. And then like Captain Marvel because that's the '90s, even though that's like one of the most recent come out came out. So I'll okay. send you the the legit chronological order. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's chronological order in our world. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But now is that all? That's all Marvel. That's all Marvel. And then yeah. what about DC? Is there an order for that, or is that just whatever? Order Not really, because they're <laughs> all over the place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. DC kind of like. You know they're all over the place with their 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 movies haven't really synced up like Marvel does. Like Marvel's such like 
all of their movies in the, those 10 years, they've like, some the masterminds behind that, they've all like intertwined throughout right. these years. And you're like, did they think of this 10 years ago when Iron Man's put like a sneak peek into Captain America, which came out like five years later? You know, it's, just, it's no, they did. They're just masterminds behind this. <laughs> wow. You know? So DC, you just pick a character and just watch all the movies for that character and move on to the next character? I like who? So. Like who, for example? Who's a, DC, who's a DC character? Oh, like I don't Batman. even know who's who. But like Batman, I guess you'd watch <laughs> all the ones with um, like Christian Bale. You'd just watch those like three movies in order. But okay. then like that's it for those, you know? Right. And then like Wonder Woman, you just watch those two. But you can watch Justice League as well. But it's not really in an order for those. Okay. But now there's a four-hour Justice League movie out, so there's that. Wow, he makes EP. Wow. Yeah, they re-released it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love that hour. one. Yeah, because they did the first one didn't go over so well, so they re-edited during like oh, 2020, and they're like, okay. "We're just gonna give you four hours of it." Oh, cool. We have some some comments in the chat confirming DC is all over the place, very random. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. Or maybe I'll post the link in the chat for the chronological Marvel order. Oh, that's good anyone, yeah, um, I've learned something now. I didn't know they were there. Yeah, that's great that Disney Plus helps you guide you because there's so many you could just get lost. <laughs> yeah. But if you do go by the Disney one, it's still like they'll give you the order of like, I think they might actually have, a, they have the options of which way to watch them now. Nice. <laughs> they have like phase one, phase two, you know, so. All right, is this the right one? You gotta make sure it is the right. Grumpy says the slow motion fight scenes account for about an hour of those four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, as long as I could get more Wonder Woman, I'm totally go with this. Yeah. You know, and the Amazons. I wish they could just make a whole Amazon movie. That you know? is, yes, that's what I say. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, it's in the in the chat for anyone how to watch the Marvel movie, movies in order. Awesome. <laughs> You've heard it here. I did not write that link, but it's <laughs> I don't oh wait, what was in If the Hulk's in there, don't watch the Hulk. Really? Yeah. I have to. I can't watch like a whole series and leave out one part. It's just yeah, like but it, I'm it too O C D for that. Yeah, but it's not part of it. They put it in there, oh, I think, to be nice, but the guy playing the Hulk in that movie is not the guy that is actually the Hulk in all the other series. Oh. So that's like the one movie that you just don't need. It's the Canadian guy, right? Dark haired, what's his name? Yeah, he's the Hulk. So. But he like he got fired. Oh, so they just okay. they replaced him with Mark Ruffalo. So. Why do you get oh, fired? Oh, Mark Ruffalo's who I know, yeah. Yeah. I think he was like I think he big dealed people and they were mm. like, Well, we'll just replace you. Hmm. Mm. That's what I said. That's from what I remember. That movie's from I don't know when. <laughs> That's the only information I know, which could be wrong. <laughs> I think it was like, you can't replace me on the Hulk. And they're like, well, yeah, we can. Yes, can. <laughs> <laughs> we can totally replace you. So we'll paint someone else green and they, yeah. they yeah. <laughs> they're not going to know. Most of your part is CGI. So. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is you don't even have to show the face. You just show the back of the Hulk, and you know who it is. So mm -hmm. you don't even need a face. <laughs> um, we are uh, gonna wrap this up in a minute, but we do want to make sure you plug all of your uh, things again for anyone tuning in. So, mm -hmm. is there any uh, any new projects and stuff like that you want everyone to check out? Keep checking out Beekeepers, the Facebook page and the YouTube channel. I will keep posting videos of interviews with female drummers and other musicians and videos. And if you're interested in being profiled, get in touch with me because I'm always looking to you know, meet new people. Absolutely. I was pointing at yes, yes. <laughs> And watch for Mel's upcoming profile. <laughs> Yay. Yay, for sure, definitely. I'd love to do that. <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much for having me on here. This has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And um, we, we do this every chat. We're going to put you on the spot right now. Can you tell everyone who's listening some way to stay positive in these crazy times? What is your advice? My advice? Figure out one thing you always wanted to do, 
learn or improve and focus on that, whether it's a drum technique or a new song or a hobby you've always wanted to explore, just go for it. You got the time and yeah, you'll come out of this with new knowledge, new skill, something you love. That's great advice. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. A, thank pleasure you guys. talking to you. And <laughs> uh, stay safe, stay happy, stay well. And uh, thank you everyone in the chat for joining us. And uh, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Hopefully you see Bye, Annie. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell so you never miss out on future podcasts. If you'd like to support our band, please share this podcast and our music with your friends and check out our merch store at jackknifestiletto.com slash store. You can find all of our upcoming gigs and live streams on our website at jackknifestiletto.com slash tour. Thanks for listening. See you next week.